Hello, welcome to Astrology Odyssey. I am your host, Angela, and I am so excited today because this is the third full episode. It is called Learning Astrology, and today it's going to be pretty brief. To truly understand astrology and benefit from it, it is important to first learn the astrological archetypes and understand how they are operating within us and relating to us. However, it's important to step back and understand some key concepts and review those. We did touch on them briefly in the previous two episodes, but we're going to go a little bit more in depth because they're going to really set us up well for when we dive into the archetypes. So when we say archetypes, we're talking about a constellation of the planet, the sign, and the house. An archetype represents a pattern of behavior that is associated with particular aspects of our consciousness that we've distilled into a character. Despite how we typically will categorize ourselves or others based on their sun sign, it's important to note that all of these archetypes are showing up in us, but some of them will be emphasized more than others based on not only the pattern that was in the sky at the time you were born, captured in your birth chart, but also your unique story. That story for you is not only based on your current life, but what you are bringing in from previous lifetimes as well. This can include your current level of consciousness, familial and societal conditioning, your education, specific events that have occurred in your life now, trauma signatures that are made up of this life and all previous lives, ancestral karma, etc., now, if you don't believe in reincarnation, that's okay. You can just focus on your past, your childhood, etc., and how things from your past are impacting upon your present, and you'll still benefit from astrology. What's important right now is to get away from this habit of thinking of yourself or others in terms of a single archetype like Leo or Capricorn, because it really is limiting it limits the benefit of astrology because it's limiting or restricting your understanding of not only the archetype, but the individual in question, because we're reducing ourselves or others to a single dimension or single character. When in reality, we're multidimensional beings, we are multitudes, as Walt Whitman would say. It's important to know that when I refer to Aries, Taurus, Gemini, etc., I'm really speaking at that time about a particular archetype and not a specific person. This is really important because in future episodes, we're going to talk about shadow aspects of these archetypes. And if you or someone else you know are highly um, associated with a particular archetype or you believe yourself to be a particular archetype, that can be very triggering when we talk about shadow aspects and you're like, well, I don't do that. It's important to understand that those shadow aspects are held within that archetype and they may or may not show up for the individual or for yourself based on your unique story. So let's return to this idea of the archetypes as a constellation or group that's coming together to highlight a pattern of behavior that we understand in our consciousness. And again, this constellation is created by the sign, its ruling planet, and its natural home or house. You can think of the sign and planet as part of the individual 
and the house as something outside of the individual. There are various arguments for what each of these are doing, their role, how they operate. For example, Stephen Forrest says that the planet represents the what, the sign, the why and how, and the house is the where. The what here is referring to the planet being a particular area of the mind where processes occur. And the sign, according to Stephen Forrest, is the processes themselves, while the houses are the arenas where all of this is playing out. Now, these arenas can be concrete, such as home or work, but they can also be intangible constructs like societal conditioning, religion, etc., Let's look at an example. If we talk about perception, this is a particular domain within the mind that we consider part of the planet Mercury. And Mercury ties to the sign Gemini and its processes of thinking and learning. And then learning can take place in our immediate environment, which is part of the third house. So here is an example of how Mercury, Gemini, and the third house are all coming together to create an archetype that we will generally hear people call Gemini, but it really is Mercury, Gemini, and the third house. For the most part, I do agree with the explanation provided by Stephen Forrest in the role, so planets as the what, signs as the how, and houses as the where. But I would say that each member of the constellation is contributing its unique piece to the puzzle of why. We cannot simply leave the why up to the sign. After all, the planetary bodies are out there and they're making these relationships that we call aspects. These aspects provide a significant piece to solve that why puzzle. And of course, these aspects are playing out within a sign and a house, and these are all coming together to explain the why. Perhaps the question is, what why are we trying to answer? This will really determine the extent of the role of each of the archetypal group members, the planet, the sign, or the house. I know this is a lot to take in, and so I'm going to probably stop there and we'll just recap a little bit. I do hope that this has been helpful when you look at the sign and the planet and the house and how they all come together to create this archetype that we're most often referring to by this sign name, such as Aries. But from now on, try to think of the archetype as a constellation of the sign, planetary ruler, and its natural house, and how we are explaining a character that represents a particular area within the human mind, its processes, and the arenas where these processes are playing out. And that how these archetypes are expressed in you depends not only on the factors in your birth chart, but also factors outside of your birth chart. And you are in no way limited by these archetypes. The key is to use them to help you understand possible reasons for existing patterns of behavior, beliefs, etc. that show up within you currently and the potential to expand or grow beyond these existing patterns. So next episode, we will continue our journey with the Aries to Libra stretch along this astrology odyssey.